if you get to know someone deeply and get to know someone intimately, like in a way that you are showing your fullest self to them, when someone is showing their full self to you, humans are beautiful. You will fall in love. Like not just, not just like romantically, you will fall in love with people. Hey guys, welcome to the newest episode of the Meant for Big Things podcast. This one's going to be really different. I'm really excited for you to meet one of my dearest friends. His name is Daniel Gorman, and he was the inspiration behind one of the latest episodes. And he is the student speaker at Villanova's graduation this year. I wanted him to deliver his speech to all of you, and we're going to have a little conversation after. His words are so authentic and genuine. And I'm so excited for you guys to hear his life lessons as he graduates. Daniel, I'll pass the baton off to you and you can introduce yourself and go ahead. Thank you, Grayson. Yeah, I've been dear friends with Grayson for the past two years and have seen Meant for Big Things grow into such an incredible, incredible endeavor that has completely changed our campus culture. And so I'm so excited and honored to uh, be on the podcast today to share my words with you. I hope you enjoy. Once upon a time, in the sweltering month of August, in our Lord's year 2018, 1,600 very awkward yet incredibly good-looking freshmen embarked together on a new chapter of their lives, entitled College. Sound familiar? Our familiar sto favorite stories of old often begin this way, promising vivid characters, exciting settings, and a happy ending, hopefully. Everyone today shares one tale, the story of Villanova University's class of 2022. We entered this campus together as a diverse group of scholars, athletes, artists, advocates, future nurses, engineers, accountants, writers, scientists, and so on. Over these four years, our separate plot lines have intertwined with twists and turns, leading to a joyous conclusion. Today, graduation day. As in every story, we begin with our fearless heroes, the graduates. But where would these main characters be without their mentors? everyone who has dedicated their efforts to guide us along the way. We have learned so many lessons in and out of the classroom through invigorating coursework and service learning opportunities that have strived to better the community around us. In the coming years, we will begin to look back on our college experiences with joy, wisdom, a teensy bit of regret, and a great deal of nostalgia. There will be worn pages full of fun and laughter as we remember orientation, basketball games, uh, breakfasts in the spit, sunsets on the lawn, and most of all, time spent with friends. However, there will also be pages that are barely touched, perhaps holding memories of disappointments, trauma, grief, or mental health crises. There may be parts of our stories that we want to rewrite or erase entirely, for college has not been easy on the class of 2022. Our four years have aligned with great suffering worldwide as we fought off a global pandemic and have seen our world fall into a state of growing division. The injustices exposed have caused reckonings on worldwide, national, and personal levels. The struggles we have overcome have shaped who we are and ultimately have made us more resilient and more empathetic. Together, this community has navigated the pandemic by banding together, whether it be our nurses working clinicals during COVID surges, our engineers partnering with local hospitals to construct low-cost ventilators, our staff volunteering to test thousands each week in the pavilion, or our entire student body agreeing to put our community first. That's what makes us the heroes of this tale. 
carrying these experiences forward, every graduate will go forth from this institution and take root in new communities, igniting change in our own unique ways. As we reflect on the values of Veritas, Unitas, and Caritas, St. Augustine offers that we should tune our hearts to brave music when facing the unknown. Now, fellow classmates, I challenge you to tune your own restless heart by going into the world unafraid. Love fearlessly. At Villanova, encountering others with authentic love through the value of Caritas is something we have strived for from the start of our stories here. Whether through service, involvement, or just in our daily interactions by the Oreo, we have found that even the simplest forms of love can change one's life. Stand fearlessly. The world is in desperate need of strong leaders to uphold the voices of the marginalized and to strive for social justice that uproots our current discriminatory systems. Here at Villanova, our commitment to the value of Veritas, a commitment to pursuing justice and truth, means we have a duty to go forth with a righteous and selfless attitude and use our platforms and positions to uplift those around us. Trust fearlessly. Trust others, trust God, and trust yourself. Over these four years, we have learned to embrace the value of unitas, leaning on one another and coming to a greater understanding of what makes a community thrive. As we face the unknown of future chapters, we must learn to trust the person God has created us to be, trust the wonderful people we surround ourselves with, and trust in the education we have received. Lastly, live fearlessly. When we leave today, we will be writing on a blank page. But I believe that God has a way of working in our lives to get us where we will shine the brightest, where our passions will be invigorated the most, and where our own gifts can best serve the people around us. For four years, Villanova has been that place for us. A true home. Now we are ready to go and ignite change in bold new ways. In closing, I want to bring us back to our story. Well, it's being published today, and it is a guaranteed bestseller. Each of you, students, faculty, alumni, family, friends, and parents, have helped to write this story. When we all meet later down the road to remember these good old days, we will have even more incredible chapters to share with one another as we continue to journey in search of our happy endings. Villanova has taught us and shaped us to love fearlessly, stand fearlessly, trust fearlessly, and live fearlessly. Class of 2022, thank you for being part of my story and helping me grow into who I am today. Still awkward, still good looking, but much more empathetic, much more resilient, and much more fearless. I am forever grateful. Now, go out and be fearless as you begin your next chapter. <laughs> 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 Daniel, thank you. Thank you so much. Those are incredible words, and I'm so excited for everyone to get to hear that. I love how you framed it as a story. Looking at your life as a continual book and having different points of your life be chapters is such an important concept. And sometimes when things are going wrong, to be able to frame that and say, that's just a chapter of my life, it will end soon and a new one will begin is so important. So I want to talk more about the idea of being fearless. Yeah. Tell me times in your life where you have felt fearless and times in your life where you felt very fearful. Yeah. 
Totally. Well, I think our four years in college, as I kind of talked about, have been tumultuous. And the reason I kind of came to this conclusion that I, I wanted to imbue a sense of fearlessness for, you know, on my classmates and, and and encourage us to continue forward is that I think if I've learned something in these four years, it's that we really need to live each day to the most of it because we just don't know what's going to happen. Like I think back to March of 2020, I was a sophomore in college and I felt like I was on top of the freaking world. Like I was having the best year with the best friends and everything was looking so beautiful. And then obviously we were all sent home. Everything in the world, you know, happened as it did. And I was afraid. I was afraid that I was going to lose this place and this person that I'd become. Like I've, I've changed a lot in my four years towards the end of my freshman year, I had kind of started living my life in a way that I was starting to really live up to the potential, I think, of what I was made for. So then to be having this great sophomore year, being like, wow, I, I was afraid that suddenly I was going to be back in my house, just like alone, suddenly separated from all these people and this setting, like this physical setting that had given me such resources and such capability to be able to channel the most truthful and beautiful parts of myself. So I was afraid that I wouldn't wouldn't have that again, that I would never be back where I was. And it's true, I have not been back where I was. But what has changed is I continued to evolve. Mm -hmm. I was who I needed to be in those moments, in those years. And I thought that that was what I was made for, meant for, only to learn that I was getting slapped down and more things would happen. I had a, a crazy junior year that had moments of such beauty, including meeting you, uh -huh. um, and also moments of just like utter calamity and real struggle and real grief. That was so important because now I'm leaving here as a, a person who has seen so much and loved so much. And I still feel like I did that day, my sophomore year, that I was like, I felt like I had been living how I wanted that. I'm back to that mindset, but I'm not back to that person. And I've decided to really channel in these past two years. You know, each day I, I've just been making choices and living in a way where I'm not a slave to fear, where I'm not held back by what I think of other people thinking of me or what I think of what the world necessarily, how they're going to react or anything. I'm, I'm living fearlessly. It's beautiful. And I think fear had in my life held me back from so many things because I was always conscious of the public eye. I was, I was a cognizant of how my parents and family and world would perceive me. And now I feel like I'm in a place where I... I'm just living a lot more authentically. And I owe that to my four years here, to the friendships, to the people that have made me that way. And I felt both fearful and fearless in my time in college. And I want to continue to feel fearless. And so I wanted to tell other people that so that we can all go in together and really continue being who we're made for and what we're made for and living to our fullest potential without letting the world get in the way. I love that. That's beautiful. <laughs> Thank you, Daniel. Funny enough... A couple days ago, I was getting coffee with one of my other really good friends, and we were talking about the idea of peaking, yes. kind of like what you were saying oh, totally. sophomore year, and how sometimes people in high school have this feeling their senior year that they've peaked. They have this fear. What if this is the best it's going to get? And then you step into a new environment where you're forced to kind of reinvent yourself and reestablish yourself, and you don't know if you can get back to where you were but you have all these different external variables. So there's no way you can be that person again, like you said. You're going to be different, but in the ways that you're meant to become. This person had told me, now he's also a senior, that he feels the same way he did his senior year. He feels empowered. He feels like he's hit his peak. Yeah. 
But he knows that it's not the end, that this is just the beginning, because if he did it once and was able to replicate it and magnify everything, he can do it again. You're going to be in a new environment. You're moving to a new city. You're moving to Minneapolis. Going to be a different external environment. Going to have all these different variables. You're not going to be the same person you are right now. The same Daniel I'm talking to, it's going to be different, but in the best ways because you're going to have these new experiences. Being able to lean into the fear of the unknown and the idea that change is inevitable and who we are as humans, we're meant to evolve. Mm -hmm. If we accept that up front, it diminishes the power of fear has over you. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I hope I didn't peak in college. <laughs> I love college and I definitely didn't peak in high school. I can also say that. I I could not agree more. I, I'm just excited to see the change that is ex- in store. I feel weirdly at peace with it, which I think, uh, <laughs> I think the speech kind of shows. There's such a beauty in change. People keep on asking me, would you stay another year if you could? Or like, we wish you, you could stay. I don't wish I could stay. I loved this more than anything, mm-hmm. but it's time for change. I've been so blessed to have been here and to have met you and met all these incredible, incredible humans and be in this space that really fostered such growth. And now it's time for a new space. Mm-hmm. And also I'm excited to meet new people, learn from them. Like this is just the foundation of more to come and more beauty and excitement and scary and wonderful. And I'm very excited about it. Something you do so well, and you articulated this in your speech, is love people fearlessly. And my thing I've always kind of led with, not a lot of people know this, but when I see people, I try and make them feel the way I would want them to feel if this was my last day on earth. Every time I leave them, I want to leave them better. I want to make a positive difference in the world, as my choir teacher, Mr. Baseman, always said. And I want people to always know how I feel about them. Some people show their love differently. How have you really been able to love fearlessly and accept other people's style of loving fearlessly? Because sometimes love languages and communication styles can be different and we can become discouraged if we feel like we're not being loved the way we want to be loved. Totally. Oh my gosh. I think there's something so beautiful in the fact that we all love so differently from each other, first of all. I love, probably not far off from how you love, where it's like, it's kind of a, a barrage of of, <laughs> of affirmations and affection and just smiles and laughs. And I know some of the ways that I receive love the best or most importantly are ways that are so different than how I give it. It's almost hysterical. And so I think an important thing to know is that we're always learning how we receive love because like we've been talking about it's always changing and there are going to be people that you meet that you're not going to understand at first like how how they receive love how they give love but I I just I am a firm believer that there is something to love there though mm-hmm. how I've been raised how I've always viewed the world is that if you get to know someone deeply and get to know someone intimately like in a way that you are showing your fullest self to them when someone is showing their full self to you humans are beautiful like beings, you will fall in love. Like not just not just like romantically, you will fall in love with people and it will just happen. And there's something so, so refreshing about the fact that it's going to be different for every, every person that we meet. And so I think just working to understand each person on an individual level, not everyone needs the same thing. There are some people that I know and love who need hugs and affirmation often and I love giving it it's my favorite (laughs) thing brings me joy it brings me love to give it and there are some people where love is something completely different whether it's just 
being there or with them in physical presence or just the confirmation of laughing at a joke. I don't, I don't know, but it, it can be so varied and learning how to love, love each person the way they need to be loved and the way they deserve. Everyone deserves love. So it's not that how they, but each person has a different need and you can't meet everyone's need, which is why we don't know every person on the planet and we, we, why we don't love every person on the planet the way we probably should. Cause it'd be like impossible to fully encapsulate all of that. Mm-hmm. But um, I do think something we can work on that you can work on dear listeners is looking at your dearest friendships, looking at your family members too. How important is that? that I, I need to work on that. And learn how to love better and learn how to show love better, not just in the ways that you're complimenting or like saying hi to people, but also in just how you're treating them and how you think of them and how you perceive them even. That is love too. You've had quite the year in terms of life lessons. You went abroad this summer. You've gone through a few internships and have found a career path that you like and are excited about. What are some of the biggest life lessons that you have learned over your course here at Villanova? The biggest thing, and I like want to just like scream this from the rooftops, especially at every like college-aged student who is like wondering what the path is. There is no path. There is no, the biggest thing I have learned is there is no set path for happiness, for success, for whatever you want, whatever. There is just life happening. I think I've had such a non-traditional path in my career and like how I'm going about things. It's all working out wonderfully. I'm so excited. And it is so different than all of my peers because I am my own thing. I'm different. I'm my own thing. And they're their own thing. Theirs is different from each other's as well. But there's this perception of how we need to go through college, how we need to go through high school, how we need to go through our early careers. It's always referred to as like the path. Are you on the right path? There is no path. There is just who you are and how you are reacting to the things around you and how you're loving through it. But know that there is just not a right way to do things in terms of achieving some sense of happiness. Because if you try to, maybe that'll work out, but I just feel like it'll ring a little bit hollow because then you've denied yourself experiences you might not have tried. My other thing this goes along with it is just do things you love and do things you love even if you're not good at them. There is such a pursuit of perfection of doing the things that work in your path. Escape that. Do things that you might be mediocre at because first of all, that's good for your self-awareness. Everybody needs a little more of that. But uh, genuinely, some of my favorite moments in college and in life are moments when I was doing things I wasn't good at and I did them because I loved them. I joined the tap dancing club at Villanova. I am no great tap dancer. I am not, a, at this point, I'm not bad, but uh, but I'm not good at it. And I loved doing it every week because I did it because I love dancing. Or like, um, I went axe throwing on Tuesday. Fun. I'm not good at axe. Th- I have no talent for that. Does it mean I didn't feel like an absolute cool guy doing it and like had such fun because I tried something new. We, I feel like, often discredit ourselves from being able to experience new things. Mm because we're afraid of failing. Fail, it's fun, it's fine. I started writing poetry recently. When I started, I was, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I didn't know how to do it. But I did it because it felt healing and it felt good and it felt life-giving. Truer words have never been spoken. (laughs) I actually was going to do a whole podcast episode on throwing yourself into new and different situations because I decided randomly to sign up for the sales competition this year. And it was something that I'd never done before. But I decided to do it and go for it. I had signed up and I was not afraid to fail. 
after I had done the role play, I don't know how I did. I thought I, I thought I did well, but I was like, it doesn't even matter what the results are because I learned that I can do things yeah. I didn't think I could. After I left the competition, I was reminded of how much I love new and exciting things because it adds so much value to your life. It's your duty. It's on you to seek out these experiences. You can't expect for people to hand them to you and for them to be provided to you. You need to go out and get it. And you talking about the tap dance club is just so amazing because it sounds like it was just so fulfilling and it touched a different part of your heart. What that enables you to do is to be able to understand people. The more experiences you have, the better you're going to be able to connect to other people around you and really see how special and unique everyone is and look at their individual qualities and say, wow, like this world is amazing because everyone is so different and we can celebrate those differences. Anything else you'd like to add? just wanted to say thank you for having me and thank you for all the light you have brought into my life and also everyone that's listening and like everyone's lives. It is nothing short of an honor to be featured on this today. And I am so just proud of the incredible human you are. I, w- I would say who you've become, which is true because you've continued to grow since I met you, but you've been incredible from the, our first conversation two years ago. And I knew you'd be something special in my life. And here we are two years later, and I could not be more thankful. So thank you. And thank you for listening, everyone. Amazing. <laughs> Daniel, you are so special to me. And I'm so excited to continue to see you soar and see your beautiful, bright heart touch the rest of the world. Thank you guys so much. And I love you all. Love you <laughs> see you next episode.